Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode, what are we on? 67. 67 of There's No Place Like Tara, Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace. And today we are going over. And Kaylee. Over. And Kaylee. Sorry, guys. And Kaylee. Uh, season four, episode one, Small Victories, a.k.a. the one with all the facial hair. <laughs> to be fair, it's just a little caterpillar just a, just of facial hair. Just a little bit hair. of facial hair. Just a tiny but it's, swath. It's tiny, but loud. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is the most vocal facial hair I've ever seen. That doesn't last long. Oh, to thank make God. You, oh, to God. Make you it's so better. hard to look at. It's so hard to look at. It's like there's food on his face. All right. Let's but at least, it. at least we both noticed, and especially you, that the the, the um, visual quality Holy is crap. Dramatic I am increase. not even ready to get started with that, but you're absolutely okay. right. We'll get it's to the it entire shortly. Yes, yes. Not, like before the episode, oh, like yeah. in three minutes. Sure. Okay. So we're at the start of season four, which is one of my personal favorites. Oh my goodness. There are some fantastic episodes this season. Um, some high points um, coming up later will be, I think my favorite. I think this, uh, this, this season has one of my top... Definitely top five favorites of the entire series. Oh, wow. I mean, it competes for possibly number... There's a three-way tie, I think, for number one, so... Okay, so I will say that this episode has my favorite line ever so far in all of Stargate, and when we get to it, I will tell you. Okay, okay. Like, seriously, my favorite, favorite line. Um, This is my favorite facial expression. (laughs) That's fair. Um, And also... Holy production value, yeah. Batman. Yeah, you immediately that like somebody was like, "Here's an influx of money. Yeah, do things a lot better than you've been doing." <laughs> it is immediately so much more pleasing on the eye. Yeah, someone who grew up watching things that are current a little more. Yes, it's hard sometimes go back to, to early back, effects. Yeah, it's so tough to to look those old effects. It gets to look real at the, believable. The lighting, though. holy moly, the old lighting compared to now. It's like, oh wow. And they actually yeah. did some really cool stuff, some cool lighting in this episode when they're in the sub. Well, yeah, not even that. I mean, even just the basic stuff. We look at Sam in her lab and she no longer looks like she's dying yeah. from uh, stomach <laughs> flu. You know what I mean? Uh, that You know, you got to give Amanda Tapping a lot of credit for being able to look that good even yeah. in the previous stuff. She just looks really good. Yeah. So this is first aired on June thirtieth, two thousand. Written by Robert C. Cooper, directed by Martin Wood. Which I think don't please don't get me if I'm wrong. I think we're the same writer and directors from the last episode. I think you're right. Um, so the then we do have a Martin Wood cameo as well. Wood points out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Some from from Major Wood. Major Wood again. <laughs> um, fun fact: This was actually supposed to take place on a fishing ship, like a fishing oh. trawler, instead of on a submarine. But they found out they could have access to an actual Foxtrot submarine. So they're oh, like, wow. let's just change the location this of it. This will be fun, yeah. And they filmed, 
when I was talking about the cool lighting, they filmed most of the stuff on the sub with just their helmet lights and flashlights. That's kind of cool. Um, they they could only fit so many people in the submarine to get that, you know, because it's so right. it's naturally that claustrophobic right. feeling. Yeah. Um, but they did build a bit of a replica, pun intended, for uh, <laughs> to go back in. I get stuff. it because they're replicators, guys. Because <laughs> they're, they're replicators. Replicators. <laughs> um. So we start with Teal giving us our previously on SG-1. Yeah, those are my favorite, I yes. think. Is, is any time Teal talks to us, like, tell me more. Well, then what happens? <laughs> and then what happens, storyteller? <laughs> um, so we start the episode underwater, which is not normal for Stargate. It looks way more like the opening scene from Sequest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any chance to reference sequence? Yeah. Hey, seriously, guys, I love the series so much. <laughs> uh, I think I might go back and rewatch it all again soon. Um, we're on a Russian submarine. Um... And in, in also unusual, being on a submarine, right. although on a Russian submarine, yeah. and there's something coming in through the torpedo tube. Yeah. Uh, the There are seamen on the ship trying to fix the situation, and they hear a metallic noise, which sounds ominous. What is ominous? ominous. One of the things I love about this is that they don't automatically give you subtitles. Mm. And I don't know if that's a Hulu thing. Can, no, no. I'm about to okay, get to that. Got it. There's a reason there are not oh, subtitles. That's awesome. Okay. So um, the guy, one guy opens the tube, which not a good idea, guys. Yeah, don't, don't do that. Do that. Uh, and then because we see through the replicator vision and then there's someone screaming, oh, probably yeah. some dying. Uh-huh. So apparently, and I would never have known this, but apparently they're speaking Ukrainian. Oh. Or at least one of them is. I'm uh-huh. going to take peoples who know this better. Sure. Um, but... Martin Wood does explain the DVD commentary and people who actually speak the language uh-huh. have noticed there's a reason they didn't subtitle it because they could put a joke in. Oh. And one of them basically is like, what could that noise be? And the other one basically says, maybe they're the bugs from the previous episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and credits. <laughs> That's a win. I know. Isn't that I'm great? totally for that. I'm so for not having <laughs> subtitles when you give us that joke. Um, and so when we come back, we're in the infirmary and Janet is checking out Daniel's appendectomy soon to be battle scar. Yeah. Um, and we get some explanation that it took them like a week to set up the gate because they didn't have Sam. So it took a lot longer. Sure. Because Sam's smart. And yeah. Janet wants Daniel to take it easy for like a week. And this is as Daniel's running off down the hallway. Yeah. Ouch. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. I love the random ouch. <laughs> ouch. Don't do this. I have. I can't stop. I can't stop. I'm doing it. He's a puppy. And He's then, a puppy at that And yet point. people, have, those who know me know that every time I hear a loud noise, I instinctively go ouch. Like yeah. I could just like hit a corner of a wall yeah. it does not hurt in any way but i've hit it and so i go ouch yeah this, that's I, that's the response that's yeah. what keeps you from feeling the hurt exactly you're warding away the pain you're like go away pain i ouched at you so there's an awkward activation and it's sg1 back finally yes. after a week they're they have a tired but happy greeting mm-hmm. they've been off world for so long that sam's hair has grown and Teal'c has that thing uh, that's one on of those where you're like face. hey man there's something on your face but also, what? like, yeah. so you had a razor with you yeah. in order to sort of groom that up? Well, we don't know what planet they were on. Maybe he did. I mean, Sam's hair looks pretty damn good, too. It does. It yeah. does. So maybe they were on some weird grooming planet. Um, I, I could be wrong. I'm fairly certain I've read somewhere that, like, Chris Judge wanted to do this. And they're like, 
picture. Yeah, it's awful. Try it's it. It's the out. worst thing I've ever seen, guys. And now, and now, it like, looks like that was okay. I'm gonna, gonna be nice and crude, right? Yeah. It looks like it's a booger hanging <laughs> yeah. off of his chin. There's a booger hanging off of his chin. His chin has a landing strip. Bro, don't, don't, <laughs> just don't. It's not. It's not. Just it's not stop. pretty. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. Um. So Jack wants to know where all the fanfare is because they <laughs> saved the world again. Yeah. This should not get old. <laughs> they, that's, uh, a good, that's a good sound. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as soon as they got to the planet, they came and got Thor um, back to the planet, but they just left the team behind. They just took yeah. Thor. Gotta they go. could have dropped, detoured SG-1 back to Earth. Thanks for our old guy. We it would take like now. an hour other way yeah, of that. Maybe. And they're like, well, I don't know. They did just save the world, but we're kind of on a schedule. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. No. Um, and Jack They just be, live so far out of the... You know, there's always the one friend. And yet, later in the episode, they even point out that they can get from one end of the galaxy and the other in like no they're time like, at all. Yeah, but it's not the direction I was going in. <laughs> Gosh, I yeah. don't want to go there. No excuse. I already drove past it. I'm not going back. <laughs> uh, and Jack will be happy to debrief after a nice hot shower. And Hammond, <laughs> Hammond insists. Oh yeah. And he's like, "Bad?" Jack yeah. asks. And Daniel's like, "I wasn't. I wasn't going to say anything." Yeah, but, I, you know, it's. Uh, but yeah, you guys. They're clearly been in the same clothes for too long. And I think I don't know that we mentioned this last time. I think my favorite part of the previous episode is that Jack is in his fishing gear the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And he's still just like, "Hey, man, I'm in my fishing gear. I'm just gonna shower with my clothes on and then go do some fishing." <laughs> That's how it works. So later in Sam's ad, uh, Sam's lab, we get. I'll tell you that the view of Jack looking through the magnifying glass, going, "What you doing?" <laughs> is kind of one of those ones that stays in your mind for a while. Like that's yeah. kind of one of those like iconic images. It's an awesome, weird what, like, it what, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. Um, Sam saved a couple of bricks of the replicator pieces to look at. Mm. She's like, but there's no energy being emitted. Pretty sure they're dead and safe. Yeah. Uh, and Jack is still going fishing, and Sam is still staying here. Yeah. Uh, Sam tells him to have fun. Yeah, sure, you betcha. <laughs> and then Sam's phone rings, and she chases him down the hall, and Jack turns around. Deja vu, as he says. Because <laughs> he's Jack. <laughs> and uh, recent. Hammond says that Major Davis is on the way from the Pentagon, so not going fishing. Nope, just kidding. Don't. Yeah. Also, I'm fairly confident that is Major Wood, again, walking up the same hallway behind Jack as a complete <laughs> duplicate of the previous episode. There's your cameo. Well, uh, that's, yeah, I mean, if you're going to have him have deja vu... You exactly. Keep everything exactly. The exactly. Same. <laughs> so in the briefing room, uh, Davis tells them that the Navy has had a mayday from the commander of a Foxtrot class submarine, codenamed Blackbird, mm. uh, that was being attacked by a large mechanical spider. <laughs> <laughs> they thought it was a joke, and then the sub was spotted by aircraft from the Nimitz. Uh, no communication. They boarded it, and the crew is dead. Yikes, that's a bummer. And it's like mechanical spider sounds like a joke until everyone, until it gets up to the level that Davis is reading, he's like, actually, no. That's actually, thing, that's, uh, nobody look over here. We're going to take care of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, a giant mechanical spider. I'd be like, get aboard that submarine and see what the crew was drinking. <laughs> smoking. See what they were smoking, yeah. eating. There's clearly some hallucinogenics on board. Uh, the pictures show that it's clearly replicators, and they're already replicating. Uh, they're going to tow the sub in, and the Russians don't yet know that we have it. Mm -hmm. We're currently denying it. 
Right. But shit's getting real sticky real quick. As it would be. That would be pretty appropriate. Yeah. yeah. I love I love what they're made my brain do. It's like, oh, I wonder how many things are like constantly having to be denied that could actually be real. And then I know. my conspiracy brain was like, maybe we should stop before we start. <laughs> exactly. Because it's going to get crazy in here. Things going to get crazy. <laughs> uh, the harbor that they're towing it to has been evacuated, cordoned off. They're using the cover story of a chemical spill. Mm-hmm. Jack's just like, blow it up. Yeah. Done. Blow it up. Just nuke it. Just done. Davis is like, well, the Pentagon has requested that we take measures to reserve some of the specimens for study. Mm. And they're like, no. Are you idiots? Yeah. Did you not see how that worked out for the Asgard? Mm-hmm. No. And they're smarter than and us. And they're way smarter than us. Remember that time that we dumb? And, then, <laughs> and Davis is like, well, no, that's why I'm here. I understand that that's stupid. You're the closest thing to experts we have. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not... Dude, I'm on your side. Like, it's I know like, you don't like me. Stop fighting me. I'm trying yeah. to save you. Exactly. I'm on your side. Yeah. Um, and Jack's like, as an expert, blow it up. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, if normal weapons don't work, tow it out to sea and nuke it. Yeah. <laughs> and Evan's like, listen, yeah. we're already in like a political mess. This is the yeah. Russians. This is like the last people that we want to take one of their ships out to sea and nuke it. Yeah, how about let's not start a nuclear war? (laughs) We can't hide when we nuke a Russian ship. You can't really stealth nuke things. Yeah. Not yet, at least. (laughs) There may be the future. I'll pick up that feat when I get to the next level. Let's let's not do that. There's no stealth nukes. (laughs) Stealth nukes, guys. Uh, Sam doesn't think that Davis... It's a hard rock band. They play, like, Metallica covers. I don't know. And they're very, it's, it's a very exclusive yeah. small club that don't yeah. advertise. Yeah. You don't talk about stealth nukes. First rule of stealth nukes. <laughs> don't talk about stealth nukes. Okay. Uh, Sam doesn't think that Davis understands how dangerous the replicators are. And Davis is like, no, pretty sure I do. Yep. Again, that's why I'm here. Because mm-hmm. um, at no point is Davis like, no, we should save these things. Yeah. He's like, no, the Pentagon is saying this. Listen, my idea. I am here trying to get your voice Stop into Stop yelling at me. Help me figure out how to tell them. It's yeah. one of those things where you're like, when you're trying to have a discussion with someone and the person is trying to answer question B and you're like, no, I'm talking about question A. Yeah. But the answer to the question B is, is yes, no, I, I nobody, understand that. Nobody cares. We're not talking about question B. Yeah. Question A. <laughs> or it's like that fun part where someone is arguing with you about the same point. It's like, okay, I don't think you're hearing me. Exactly. <laughs> because we're on the same side and why are you arguing with me? Because we're both we're both want the same thing. We're both want the same thing. So I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> so it's time for us you want to save the world yeah. again. Yeah. Is it getting old yet? No. Nope. Because it shouldn't be. Never. They're like the Powerpuff Girls. And then there's an off-world activity. You just gotta do it before bedtime. I actually never watched <gasps> Saving the world before bedtime. That was their tagline. Okay. It's <laughs> a good tagline. Um, and now there is an off-world activation, but there's no teams off-world, so we're not sure exactly mm. in the Stargate. Mm. So... Um, Who could it be now? <laughs> do, 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 do. Um, so... The a Foxtrot sub okay. is the NATO name for them. Okay. Uh, the Soviet name was Project 641, I believe. Yeah. Uh, the first one was launched in 1958. They made 58 of them total. I may have got that. I think those numbers are right. Uh-huh. Um, by 2000, there was only one left in service. Oh, wow. So by the time this is airing, um, it was decommissioned in 2003. 
Okay. Um, so they all have numbers instead of a traditional name. Okay. Which is why when they're talking about the code name Blackbird, like, I think they just gave it a name. Right, because so they have to call it something, yeah. yeah. Instead of the number. Um, there's actually two on display here in the U.S. Both, oh. both are in California. One's in San Diego, and one is in Long Beach next to the Queen Mary. Nice. Um, so, and I think... I think one was a museum you can go on board and they've closed it off. And so I don't know. I if- feel like I remember, you know, it's we, it's kind of the thing where if you're in a city for too long, you yeah. take things for granted. Exactly. I think you're right. I think they did have like in San Diego somewhere it was available. Yeah. Um, so I don't my know. Cousin was if- in the Navy and we'd hang out there sometimes. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, we'll do it next time. <laughs> I don't know if one of these two on its way down there in 2000 is one of the ones I got to film on. I couldn't figure that out, but they so did actually get to sense, film this. Yeah. yeah, they did get to film this on a Foxtrot submarine. Hell yes. Um, and then they also mentioned the USS Nimitz. That's obviously a real carrier. Yes. Uh, it was the first in her class. The, that's why that it's the Nimitz class She's super carrier. She's the first of her name. She's the first of her name. <laughs> uh, <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> named after World War II Pacific Fleet Commander Chester W. Nimitz. Oh. Um, she was, I don't know, I may have got this wrong. I don't remember if she was launched or commissioned in 1972. Okay. Um, and uh, it was right about there. They're okay. Usually close to the same year. Um, and after the Enterprise was retired in 2012, she's the oldest carrier still in active service. Oh, dang. Um, and fun note, uh-huh. we actually saw the, we were coming in from a cruise uh-huh. from Bermuda. So it came in and out of Baltimore. Oh, okay. So as we're coming back in, you have to go up the, um, the Chesapeake Bay. Uh-huh. So as we're coming in, we see in the distance a carrier heading out, like a carrier and not a full fleet, but like a carrier and a couple other ships. Yeah. And so we had like... We didn't have binoculars, but we, but we, we, a couple of us had nice DSLR cameras with a yeah. decent zoom on it. So we're zooming in all the way in, and it's just far enough away that you can't read anything. It's just kind of a smudge on the horizon right. without it. But we were able to recognize it as the Enterprise That's heading awesome. out on one of the last times out of Norfolk because the Enterprise had a distinctive the the island that like yeah. thing sticks up uh, is called the island. And uh, the Enterprise had a square one. Oh, cool. And, and none, that really is none different. of the other ones had yeah. squares. So we were able to see the square. And so we're, it was the Enterprise heading out of Norfolk for the last time before um, she, was, she was decommissioned. Um, we used to drive up the five in the Pacific Coast Highway and see a lot of things, but I never knew what any of them were. Yeah. Well, in the airport, you do see a shit ton. You just see yeah. things out there. You're like, well, I wonder what that's doing. I probably am not allowed to know. I'm going to keep driving. <laughs> the Enterprise was in service for over 50 years, though. Oh, wow. Like, these carriers have long, because yeah, they're expensive, sense. and they get retrofitted, and mm-hmm. they float for a long time. I remember my cousin's ship was, a, I guess it's tiny compared to these, but it was called the Preble. The Preble? I will never forget it's a, the name. It's kind of a cool name, though. USS Preble, yeah. It's a cool name. <laughs> um, so in the gate room, Walter can't cozy Iris. It's okay. just, like, not responding to him, and they're showing a loss of power across the base, and then the power goes out and it gets dark. And then Thor walks through the gate. <laughs> Ta-da, it's me! And I like the way he walks in no, so nonchalant. Like, I almost expect him to be wearing a hoodie. Yeah, like, he he's was just like, like, sup, guys? It's almost like he has, like, a... I'm a, a tech billionaire with very unassuming. Like, exactly. I mean, <laughs> he, like, he walks in with a swagger. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I just turned down your Stargate and shut down your base. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> um, perfect timing. They're like, so Thor... <laughs> we have an issue concerning a replicator. Yeah. And Thor's like, yeah, it sucks to be you. I got bigger <laughs> shit dealing with. Yeah. I'm here because we have a replicator problem and we supersede you. Yeah. And we need your help. Yeah. And the power comes on. <laughs> yeah. 
You, uh, yeah, we're done. <laughs> Thor tells them that their weapons were effective and they were able to destroy the Blizzner successfully. And, you know, you showed that their weakness could be found in less sophisticated approach. <laughs> a way that they're not capable of thinking anymore. Okay, and this is where my favorite line comes in. Okay. So I'm going to let you tell it, but I just want to warn people. Listen. <laughs> oh, I don't know. If, I may not have a word for word in here. Well, I don't know that I have it either. Okay. But Jack but, says. Oh, yes. Jack wants to clarify. You need someone dumber than you, and you may have come to the right place. Yeah, and, and I can't remember, does Jack or does Daniel say the second part? They may have come to the right place. Well, let me I see. I believe it might have been Daniel, but I love this idea. I was like, oh, you're looking for a dumber species? Yeah. No, it's, well, Daniel goes, wait yeah. a minute. Are you actually yes. saying that you yeah. need someone dumber than you? And Jack <laughs> raises an eyebrow and he goes, you may have come to the right place. Yeah. This is my favorite line of the entire series now. This uh, this little, like, uh, you know, dual thing yeah. between it's Daniel and Jack. Um, yeah. I love it. So Hammond's like, um, no, we have our own issues here. We need our people here. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, and Sam's like, well, well, I can go. <laughs> Jack's like, um, you may not be dumb enough for them. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's almost like a backhanded compliment. I know, it is. Like, I can't tell what it's meant to be. It's like, oh, Sam, you're smart, but also, oh, Sam, you're not capable of helping the Asgard. That's my job. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I'm their dummy. This is my thing. Get yeah. your own thing. This is my dumminess. Uh, but Hammond clears it, and they leave immediately through the gate. Jack tells her to have fun, and she goes, <laughs> yeah, sure, you betcha. Yeah, well, she's got to channel her Jack to be dumb. I know. Exactly. <laughs> I are dumb. I <laughs> are dumb so the rest of the team heads to a, a building next to the harbor with the sub mm-hmm. and Sam, Siler and Daniel are checking to make sure that Jack and Teal and two red shirts cameras are working and Jack wants to mention at this point <laughs> his insane aversion to bugs yeah well it's a good time to tell us Thanks, Dan. Also, you have two people who we basically don't need to know their name, and we don't know them, and they're yeah. going to mission with Jack, and you know yeah, they're going to die. Yeah, they're basically going to die. Yeah, yeah they're red Don't shirts. get too attached. Hey, guys, we're not going to get too attached to you. No, because you're going to die. You're basically wearing red shirts. Yeah. Which means you're going to die. <laughs> uh, on Thor's planet, uh, which is all super-duper fancy, mm-hmm. remember it's another galaxy yep. that got there real fast, uh, Thor is showing off their newest impressive uh, uh, ship designed to fight the replicators, the O'Neill. <laughs> I do like this one. Uh, the replicators are on their way, and for the sake of the Asgard, we must not just, fail. I just love this setup to Sam's idea. Yeah, that comes later. Yeah, but let's just because leave it's it there. called the O'Neill. Let's just go. Yeah, um, but no pressure or anything. Yeah. No pressure. <laughs> uh, and they take off to join the fight in Thor's ship. So back at the sub, the teams had a board. It's very tense. Mm-hmm. While Siler and Daniel watch on the monitors, they split into two teams. Jack notices the replicators are a different color. Mm-hmm. Um, again, shout out to the camera work in this tight space. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's such a smart, creative way to approach the, that yeah. they have to shoot in that tight yeah. space. It's like, well, let's make it feel a little like guerrilla warfare. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I also like that they have a lot of the... Um, they make do because it could have, with the replicators being as knowing how effects are put in and post, having to 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 put so many effects and touch these tight shots and trying yeah. to get clean plates and everything would have been 
you know, the, the difficultness of that, it's really smart. And I like how they kind of worked around it and putting most of the replicators in the monitors. Yes. Instead yep. of sort of interacting, because are you really in this episode? There's not, there is, but there's not a ton of interaction, it's especially just really less than I approach. think than last episode. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, kudos. We dig this. Go for you. More like this, please. Uh, so Teal and his red shirt are on a different level, also running into replicators, but mm-hmm. he finds the giant mama replicator. Yeah. The queen replicator, <laughs> of which the red shirt gets freaked out and shoots at after Teal was calmly studying yeah, it. Yeah, thanks a lot for that. So all the replicators start going after it. Guys. Yeah. It's like the Borg. If you ignore them, they'll ignore you until they perceive you as a risk. Hey. You don't know the Borg I yet. don't know what that is either. Okay. So left out. What's guys. funny is is most people look at the replicators as as Stargate's Borg. When so you I'm run to the it. Borg, like, oh, you're going to go, "Oh, these are Star Trek's replicators." <laughs> I like that. That's that's how you're going to look at them. <laughs> the Borg do have a biological component to them. They're not identical, but the whole concept so is So they're like the replicators only not as cool. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Um, but there's gunshots going on, so of course Jack and his red shirt go and try to help, and Daniel and Davis's feeds go fuzzy as they're going to help. Oh, well, you know, they, should, they didn't pay their cable bill. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Tilk and Jack meet up, one red shirt is dead, and they hightail it out of there. Yeah, At that some happens. point, I forget in watching this, it's very fast-paced, I don't remember... If the red second Richard actually dies or where he dies, he just kind of doesn't come I back tell into you, play. Yeah, I didn't notice it either. No, I watched yeah. it twice thinking, where is he? And I couldn't find him either. Um, but back on Thor's new ship, mm-hmm. and I don't catch, didn't catch the name of this one. It's not the Blizzner. <laughs> yeah. um, Sam is watching <laughs> educational videos and how the replicator blocks are capable of exerting a reactive, modulating, monopolar energy field on the other blocks. And each block contains two million isolated Charon pathways with the look that we normally see on Jack's face that we all know of. I'm not grasping at any of this shit. Yeah, I had a hard time even following you saying that sentence <laughs> right now. I'm like sitting up. Hands on my hips, going, okay, I can do this. I can do it. I can. uh, The look on her face is like when you missed an entire important week of classes and they're now completely lost. You're like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. And she's the smartest one we have. Yeah. Um, She's like, I don't even know what a Charon is. She's like, how am I supposed to fight and figure out a way to defeat a Charon based technology if I don't even know what the fuck a Charon is? Yeah. (laughs) Thor's like, well, it's clearly, it's an energy particle. And she's like, that doesn't help. Lies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Thor tells her, yeah, well, we would never think of a weapon that prepares small weights of iron and carbon alloy by igniting the power of potassium, nitrate, charcoal, and sulfur. Sam's like, okay, fine, you have points. Yeah. We both have our specialties. <laughs> <laughs> I hit things with bullets and they dice. They dies. <laughs> so Sam wants to break this down for her, both her and the audience. Mm-hmm. So each block is like a computer. Okay. They communicate with the other blocks. So wait, is this science yeah. according to Sam? This is science <gasps> according to Sam. Okay. Yeah, basically. Got it. Each block has its own little computer inside. They communicate with the other blocks. Multiple blocks can come together to form bugs and other things, perform various tasks, and ultimately for the purpose of replicating. Gotcha. So uh, when do the Transformers show up? <laughs> no? Not later. Later. Okay. Later Later in the season. When they're looking for, what's the thing called? 
the um energon yeah <laughs> that's probably not it's not the tesseract i'm pretty sure it's the tesseract i thought the tesseract was I mean, in marvel like, it is oh, in okay. marvel <laughs> sorry i was like is it the tesseract i don't think yeah. it's a tesseract I think it's, it's one of the infinity gems. That's what they're looking for. It is. It is. They're looking. They're looking for the time and space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's also cute. part of the TARDIS. It's, yeah. yeah. It's the driving force of the TARDIS. Uh-huh. Yeah. We're just <laughs> fucking up all the things. It's also a Horcrux. It is a Horcrux. <laughs> How many things can we combine? Uh, it's just a mashup. I mean, that of- is, I believe, they use the Horcrux to fuel the warp drives as right, well. Right, right. That's how, how they get it, yeah. Get into hyperspace. Well, because the Horcrux have a lot of the force. And yeah. Then- <laughs> and if you go fast enough, you go into plaid. <laughs> and you can jam with uh, strawberry. <laughs> Thank you, folks. We're here all night. Don't forget to tip your waitresses. And we're done. And scene. Uh, but anyway, naturally, the Asgard don't keep any replicators around right. for security purposes. Mm-hmm. Sam's like, but I mean, like two blocks wouldn't really do anything those aren't. But I'm asking for enough. a friend. Asking for a friend. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Those are. That's fine. Two uh, blocks is fine. Okay. Okay. Good. I let my friend know. Yeah. Not that she had not any. Me. Not, not me. Not me ever. I would but never. Just my friend that's was good. thinking about it. Awesome. Yeah. Great. <laughs> oh, you have a holographic one. Uh, look at that. That's a cool holograph. We'll go with him. Yeah. Let's look at something else now because I'm about to get cut. <laughs> so back in the harbor, Janet's there because of course she is. Yeah. Because she's goddamn Janet, who's very nice hair. I like her up to. I do too. Really yeah. I'm really digging. Everybody's got, it's, you know, it's like the up, the makeup and hair and budget. Like, like her hair's now long enough that she puts it up. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> um, but Teal'c got, Teal'c brought something back with him. Mm-hmm. It's a little souvenir piece of replicator. <laughs> yeah. That well. she takes out of Teal'c's shoulder. Um, and Jack does point out that no one else is going down there because that place is infested with bugs. Right. Unless you get a really big can of Raid. Yeah. You, can't you just tent it? Bomb. You just yeah, tent just it, right? tent it and yeah. throw the Raid bomb inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how it works, right? Mm-hmm. You can tent things underwater. Sure. <laughs> Yep. There's a will, there's a way. Back on Thor's ship, Sam's mind is wandering. She's worried about the rest of her team. And Thor promises that if they can save his planet, they'll do what they can to help hers. <laughs> Which I'm like, uh-huh, well, dude, the, we had like one bug. Good. Yeah. One bug. You can't yeah. help us to get rid of one bug. They're like, we're so tired that I don't know that we can help you. I know that you just risked your entire lives to save us, but I'm just so tired. <laughs> Like, you don't even understand how hard things are at work. And then, like, I had to make dinner all week last week. I'm just really tired. Oh, I had to make dinner food cubes. (laughs) (laughs) Colored Play-Doh. It was just really tough. Like, do you know how hard those are to make? Like, I have to form them into cubes with my hands. Yeah. And my hands, you know how hard it is to form a perfect cube with your hands? I mean, mean, and they have to be perfect. Because because of perfectionist. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of which, uh, the Asgard are millennials. <laughs> no, I was actually like, speaking of which. This is literally when they're like, "Oh, are you hungry? Yeah. Would you like some food?" Yeah. Sam's like, "That's great, cause I'm starving. Who knows how long it's I been will since take I've some eaten fried chicken?" Yeah. And uh, Thor pops in some vid cubes, and Thor's like, "I like the yellow ones." Oh, thank you for these Starbursts. They're banana. Yeah. <laughs> and Amanda tapping does one of my favorite reactions ever. She's like. I can't even express. To, she yeah. goes into it. She's like, "Oh no, that's 
That's no. not gonna go in my I'm, mouth anymore. I'm going no. to stay hungry. That's not gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> my stomach would rather eat itself. Yeah, well, it's than almost like she's out. convincing herself, like she's gonna. T- she's telling herself, "Nobody, we're staying hungry." <laughs> it's like I'm pretty sure our body does not need the same nutrients. Not gonna have. Yeah, <laughs> this is not. Working. This may kill me. Yeah, this actually might be poison for humans. Yeah, we never. I'm not going to test that theory. Yeah. Thank you, but no thank you. Yeah. Uh, and then Thor is distracted um, by the fact that they've lost contact the rest of the fleet engaging with the replicators mm-hmm. because the three ships have now been taken over by the replicators. Holy farts. That's awesome. Back at the harbor, Davis announces that the Dallas is standing by. They're going to hit the sub with torpedoes. And mm-hmm. Daniel's like, um, can we hold on that for a second? <laughs> the block that came back with Teal'c uh, is corroded. Uh, the replicators use whatever material they have to replicate. So the ones that are eating the subs right now are made of steel, which is why they're different color mm-hmm. and why these might rust or short circuit when they hit water. Right. So Davis is like, so what I'm hearing is blowing it up is going to work great then. <laughs> and uh, they're like, well, for 99.9 of the replicators down there, yes. But there's one that will survive that shit because it's the one that came from Thor's ship right. and it's just going to kill a whole crew again. And then we're going to start over again. Cycle. Yeah. Vicious cycle. It's the circle of replicator life. Yeah. And um, when they hold one tiny replicator, is held up yeah. on the cliffside for yeah. all the other little yeah. replicators to see him. Yeah. And they all bow down. Yeah. And then Simba sinks. Yeah. And then Elton John. Yeah. yeah. And then Elton John sings at us. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Jack's just like, God damn you and your logic. I hate this. <laughs> Although I would like to, you know, it's, it's again, of all the, ca- all the character growth that we've made in three seasons, mm-hmm. Daniel, man, yeah, is like the most, he's like thinking, well, Daniel's got teachery like, he's, yeah, he's, he's, uh, it's almost like he was always intelligent, yes. but he wasn't ever very wise. Yes. And so it's like his wisdom keeps growing. He's getting all these experiences. He's, he's getting all these getting more like, smarts. He's just rolling like, maybe, maybe not natural 20s, but he's no, rolling some 19s, He's, he's 18s. getting pretty good. He's yeah. getting pretty good up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's not botching those roles anymore. No. Let's just say that. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the USS Dallas, again, a real ship. Mm-hmm. It's a Los Angeles class nuclear powered attack sub. Holy fuck. Um, like how majority of current carriers are named after presidents. I dig it. Uh, most um, LA class subs, I think all but like one, are named after cities. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. Uh, it was commissioned in 1981 and it's supposed to be. 81 might be wrong. I may have wrote that down wrong. Anyways, and it's supposed to be decommissioned, I think, this year. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and uh, most people may know the name USS Dallas. Because it played a prominent role in Hunt for Red October. Oh, I was just thinking about that yeah. name. I was actually trying to make that my AKA, and I was yeah. trying to figure out how to make it work, and I couldn't. Yeah. But it was like, the Hunt for Purple Bugtober. <laughs> it's as close as I got. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, this is, uh, it's, it's Hunt for Red October. Nice. Which I think you can make so many Sean Connery jokes from that single <laughs> film alone. Oh my god. It's, yeah. It's just... Might be time for a rewatch of that movie. I know. It's actually, so my family, uh, I'm the one person in my family who hasn't read, I think, every single Tom Clancy book. Rampart October is the one Clancy book I have read. Nice. Because it's, he gets to the point a hell of a lot faster in Hunt for Red October than his other books. Well, there you go. I refuse to read books while I'm in school. So I will be rewatching <laughs> the movie. Yes. I'm going to rewatch a movie. It would be a good one to reread, though, mm-hmm. too. So everyone knows, uh, everyone we know in the harbor 
locale is looking at the monitor screens. The original bug is now inside the mama bug. Yeah. It's uh, like, save me, mommy. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's sort of become, like, it's yeah. just added pieces to its, right. it's, it's created a, a mama bug cocoon a around itself. Bug, yeah. Yes. Uh, Jack and Teal'c are going to return to the ship to take out Mama. Daniel's like, the children will get pissed. <laughs> yeah. Understatement, yeah, Daniel. That might probably happen. Yeah. yeah. Teal'c's like, how about distraction? Sure. Small charge to the upper deck. Explosion will draw them all away. And that's when Siler announces that the replicators are starting the engines <laughs> on the ship. <laughs> and they're trying to leave. Yeah. And the anchor's going to hold for now, but it is time to go. Yep. Time to get shit done. Yeah. Guys, guys, we don't have any time to sit here nope. and think about this anymore. On Thor's ship, uh, we have two hours until the replicators reach Thor's planet. Uh, and they're not going as fast as the normal Asgardian ship engines go because they're using a lot of the energy to replicate, build right. their numbers. Um, but if they did go to hyperspace, mm -hmm. they would have no shields or weapons. Um, and while they have taken over and modified Asgard's own technology against them, they may also have some other t so, like knowledge from other sources. Mm -hmm. Borg! Um, <laughs> they've also ignored Thor's ship because Thor's ship is less advanced than the ones that they currently control. Got so, it. like, again, you do not pose a threat to us. You, we're ignoring you, and you don't have anything we want. So we don't so really care they're, about yeah, you. Yeah, they're a little um, overzealous. Or, um, I don't think it's necessary. Uh, to me, it is not a necessity of overzealousness. It's, it is because these are their machines. They're going by code and programming. Right. Their programming says, this ship cannot help us. The ship is not hurting us. We're so not going to waste our going. energy. Gotcha. Exactly. Um, and they, and so Sam's like, I don't feel like I'm helping here at all. Yeah. And Thor's like, yeah, so far not really. Yeah. Why don't all. you uh, go eat some more yellow cubes <laughs> instead? Back on the sub, Jack sets the explosives and Siler announces the ship is diving. Mm. The signal's now going in and out. And Daniel points out, how do they escape when the sub is underwater? And Davis is like, the escape hatch, duh. <laughs> 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 That's why it's called the escape pad. Yeah. On Thor's ship, Sam is tired. The replicators don't have to rest. Must be nice. But they do have to eat. Mm -hmm. And they literally are what they eat. So Sam has an idea. The best idea that has ever ideaed in all of her ideas. So the Anil has the strongest material the Asgard have ever invented. And the ship can reach hyperspace, even if it's not finished. Mm -hmm. And it can be flown on autopilot. So the replicators would see it as an all-you-can-eat buffet. Right. So if you send it into hyperspace, get the replicators to chase it, and when they get close, you blow the ship and take all the replicators out with it. And Thor's like, we just built that. Like, it's not yeah. even done. The paint yeah. is wet on the I ship. I haven't even picked out the wallpaper for the interior cabins. And it's like our last hope in, a, in like, getting, like, fighting the replicator. Why? Yeah. What? No. <laughs> no, and she's like, well, it's not going to do any good if the replicators get to your planet and then get to the O'Neill themselves. Right. And you said it yourself, the answer isn't with technology anymore. That's fair. And, like, they're like, if they get to it before they blows and they get on board the O'Neill, 
we'll then they'll consume the ship and the technology and we'll create the most advanced future <laughs> yeah, Earth version. This is a, a, it's all or nothing it's type a, of movie. Yeah, yeah. It's an all or nothing gamble. But I think there's an extra amount of joy in Sam's voice because yeah. he's like, let's destroy the O'Neill. <laughs> <laughs> because then I get to, it's almost like sibling rivalry to a degree where she's like, because then I get to tell Jack that he had a ship and I blew it up. Then <laughs> he's welcome. I'm a little sad action with that. <laughs> so back on the sub, uh, Jack and Teal make their way near the Queen's room, yes. below the explosives and all the replicators go and follow the explosion. Yes. Back on Thor's ship, Sam tries to make her case again. She's like, please, 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 let me, let me blow the, the ship. <laughs> the reason Sam is here is because they need a strategy the Asgard wouldn't think of. They keep making better and better technology and the replicators keep taking it over in this continuous vicious circle. You must break the wheel. Yes. <laughs> She's like calling on everything she's got to convince him. I am Khaleesi. I will break the wheel. (laughs) Uh, And and we got to use that desire for technology against them because they'll never expect the Spanish Inquisition. (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) I had to. So Sam just can't sit here and watch Thor's world get invaded. She's like, maybe it's a stupid idea, but isn't that exactly why you brought me here? Mm -hmm. And Sam's Thor's like... I don't have to take this. I'm leaving. She, but he's also like, fuck, you make a good point. Yeah. Damn it. That's I'll fine. be back. <laughs> back on the sub, Teal'c opens the door where Mama Bug is. Jack throws a grenade in. They close it. It blows. And it opens back up. And Stam- Jack starts shooting at all the blocks trying to reform. <laughs> Lots of shots. Lots of destruction. I think they killed it. Death. Destruction. Smoke bombs. <laughs> Uh, and then as they try to climb the stairs out, the ladder out, the replicators block the ladder, like, close it off. They shoot it, and they reform it back up again. Yeah. Fuck. That's not good times. And then they see a lot more bugs coming towards them. Fuck. They yeah. try to head towards the escape hatch. This doesn't look good. They go and die. Yeah. Uh, Siler announces that the anchor line has now snapped. Mm. The only thing they can do is try to, like, chase the sub into shallow water, hope they'll service. And Jack's like, No. I see a small hatch. Nope, there's a lot of bugs there. Not a good idea. Forget that. Just kidding. Uh, I didn't see anything. Yeah. Heading back, Teal'c sees that they've chewed through another door. There's just, like, they're getting cornered. And Jack's like, no, this is done. Blow the ship. Blow it. And Daniel's like, but you're... No, Daniel. Yeah. Mission accomplished. Do this before I get eaten alive by these goddamn bugs. Right. It, Jack's thought at this point is like, blow me up before... I, if I'm going to go out... Yeah. This is going to be on my own Exactly. Accord. Yeah. Um, and so back on Thor's ship, they launch the O'Neill. The replicates go after it. Uh, heads into hyperspace. The whole plan works just as they thought and <laughs> hoped it would. Three, three replicator ships taken out. Um, I mean, after all, it was Sam's stupid idea. There it is. And they didn't need someone stupid. And Sam hugs Thor. Yeah. Uh, hoping she didn't hurt him. Well, he's so tiny. Yeah. Well, okay, so I don't know exactly when this was in the filming, but this, there's like this sort of oft-told convention story. Okay. Uh, from this episode, um, and uh, Joseph Mazzoli, one of the the producers, okay. and, and a man tapping's also told it before him a number of times. One of, like, their favorite sort of bloopers or events that happened, um, it, like, one of the puppeteers sort of raised Thor's hand to, like, <laughs> like touch Amanda tapping, like, lower back in the butt, like, as a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 
feeling up Sam, feeling up mana tapping, and instinctively Sam just like slapped the like slapped the puppet. <laughs> this like expensive prop just like hit it, and then she knelt down and apologized to the puppet. <laughs> well, because that's what you do. Like seriously, before she goes, this is a puppet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you apologize to a doorway yeah. or like I like when I apologize it's to my dog like, for stepping over him he's yeah. like I don't know what you're saying it's like it just went up and it was like trying and it just kind of grazed she's like no oh I'm sorry yeah. you're you're a puppet you're not real you're not real you're, you're an inanimate <laughs> object thank you uh, so I I always like yeah. I mean, <laughs> Thor would feel her up. Because Thor <laughs> is not? Thor. Yeah. Well, he's just curious about curious. how humans work. That's it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so meanwhile, Jack and Teal'c are fighting a losing battle. Daniel's distraught, like, I can't blow, I do? I can't yeah. blow them up. And finally says, okay, the Dallas fires torpedoes. The sub tries to avoid them, but the torpedoes hit, and the camera, like... I really dig this scene. I really like the way they shot this. Yeah. I don't know if it's great or not. I don't know what that's supposed to look like, it's but I think it good. looks cool. I mean, it's shaking. You can you hear it. You see that it's, like, Daniel's about to watch his friends die. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're beamed out. And Daniel's like, like, they're... I mean, they're okay. They're they're in the. I don't I know where they are, but they're not here. Words. Yeah. I, my words aren't working, but they're okay. Yeah. <laughs> they got beamed up to Thor's ship. Yes. Now that's timing, Jack yes. says. Uh, Sam asks if you know things are going well. Jack's <laughs> like they're being handled. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. True. Bugs are being taken it's care fine. of. Fine. This is fine. Asses were kicked, and Jack's like they had asses. <laughs> uh, and and you know they had this brand new ship, the O'Neill. Yeah, but then then they had to blow it up, and Jack's face, face falls. The face, the face that goes from like what? That's awesome, and then I blew it up. And it's like oh, sad times. It's like it's like t- at telling a dog if he wants to go for a walk, and then being like nope, nope, just kidding, no walk, get nothing. So Kaylee was just jerk. like walk. yeah, yeah. I heard walk. <laughs> um, so Thor says that the Asgard are thankful. One day they will help fight the Gould. Uh, and he's like, one one day? Huh? One yeah. day? What? He goes, yeah. yes, this was just a small victory. <laughs> a tiny uh, victory. And, and the fight with the replicators stretches across the Asgard's entire galaxy. This idea was smart, but it may not work again. Mm-hmm. Um, but now there's hope where once there was none. Oh. Uh, and Jack uh, is like, stop by any time. Mm-hmm. Do you like fishing? <laughs> there's this lake in northern Minnesota where the bass grow this. And Thor's like, done. Go away. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Go <laughs> Mid sentence. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Make it up. Make it up. Make it up. That was awesome. And then Thor's ship like immediately leaves. <laughs> yeah. I like that just like the, uh, the it's just an old school nope. It's yeah. It's great. I'm like, eh, we're nope. done. And nope. Like if he had a hatch to drop him down, that's what he would. He would I'm just gonna drop you down, Mr. Burns's hatch. Yes. Yeah. Basically, the trap door. <laughs> so yeah. I loved this episode. I absolutely loved it. I'm really excited to see the quality of the production get better. Yeah. There's just, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's superficial or what it is. As good as the stories are, there was something that always holds well, you back when you get to that. I mean, I think it's one of those where. Stories are good stories, uh-huh. no matter how the quality right. of, of the video, I think. But it's always satisfa- satisfying to see the quality 
you know, let's be honest. We are spoiled with high quality, yes. high resolution HD yeah. video now. It's like an ice cold glass of, of water. So you know it's what I mean? just nice. This these great stories that you're seeing being able to be shown in their best light. Yeah, I, I I'm loving. I'm already in love with this season. Yeah, I'm already it's in love with the season. This is a good episode. Yes. Um. So. This goes at the top of my season four, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But also, I think this combined with the last one, because this one is so great. Yeah. I think it's getting in, it's getting into my top ten. Yes. Uh, do we want to do a top ten right now? Um, because I have not made my list. Let's not do that. Okay, guys. We will do that. We like you more than that than to make you listen here and sit here and listen to us. We will do. It. We will do our top ten overall through season three. Okay. Um, just not today because uh, honestly, we have failed in our homework and have not prepared for um, speaking in front of the class. We failed for our homework in multiple ways. Like yes. I've actually failed here and I've actually <laughs> failed in my homework. I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared, guys. It's all gonna go bad. Our Martin Wood cameo's up to two though. Yes. <laughs> Major Wood. Major Wood. Um <laughs> Anyway, so next week we have The Other Side. Nice. I like it. Uh, I think you'll like... You love... It's a door song. I'm in. <laughs> it is. You, I also think you'll like this because uh, episodes that are filled with shades of gray and more oh, conundrums are I always love, a Grace favorite. I love a good, you know, Aesop's fable type story. <laughs> so uh, I think this will be, uh, I think this will be interesting. Uh, guys, thanks for sticking around. Welcome to season four, everybody. Season four. Um, you know where to find us. On Twitter, we're at Tara Podcast. On Facebook, we're at There's No Place Like Tara. Uh, you can email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. As always, uh, please rate and review us. And we love That's you. That's happy. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.